welcome to another episode of Self-Love for Everyday Superheroes. I am your host, Self-Love Queen, Sacred Walker. So excited for our show today. Today's show has a special, beautiful, powerful topic. So I want to make sure that you subscribe below, that you like the episode, that you review it, and share your comments because we want to hear from you. And there will be a gem dropper at the very end that I want you to make sure to stay in tune for. So today we have the topic of designing your destiny. Why is self-love and why are self-love affirmations the key to being unstoppable, to bringing vitality not only to your vision, but to your relationship? Today, we're going to be talking about designing your destiny. In other words, designing the life that you love and in honor of the season of love, what other topic to be able to speak to about that? And so we have a special guest today on our show, Nikita Thigpen, who says herself in most powerful and impactful words, love medicine for her when she describes it is what would begin with self-love, the elixir that you first feed ourselves before you dose it out to others. She wants to bring a fresh perspective around unlocking unstoppable love so that you can influence areas of your life, your career, your calling, and if it applies to you, your business or professional direction. And so we're so excited to have her on today. Now, just a reminder, this podcast is meant to support you towards your journey of well-being. So go ahead, everyone, y'all, breathe in love, exhale, and let go what doesn't serve you. You were born to shine. So excited to connect with you, Love Nation. Here we unlock unstoppable love in you as ambitious leaders so that we can support you who are oftentimes historically excluded visionary leaders, ambitious ambitious women of color executives often like myself and other everyday superheroes to deepen self-love, improve their relationship to emotional and physical health holistically, and help you to confidently embody your leadership potential through change so you can launch the vision that is on your life as a radical act of self-love. So here we teach you to live authentically, love powerfully, and lead with impact. So exciting visionary leaders for you to be here with us today. So remember, we're here for educational purposes. If you're seeking deeper support, do hop on over to the DM. You can shoot an email to sacred at sacredwalker.net or you can direct message at asksacred, A-S-K-A-C-R-E-D. And then from there, you'll be able to be connected with one of our amazing coaches that will help you to really be the designer of your destiny. But in the meantime, between times, since we are gonna be touching in on some subject matters and bringing on Nikita Thickpin in a moment, or we're gonna be touching in on not only areas that impact your present and designing the life you love in the future, but oftentimes unpacking and unloading messages of knowing that I am worthy of winning, right? I am worthy of winning. I'm worthy of designing my destiny. And so if you are here today on Purpose for a Purpose, I want to remind you that here on the show, because we often work with historically excluded communities, whether they be women of color, LGBTQIA, those who are holistic, spiritually grounded, visionary leaders, executives, high achieving creatives, and your everyday superheroes, we want to make sure that you are doing the powerful work of transforming your pain to your superpower, right? 
that if you felt excluded in the past, know that you are showing up powerfully and you are designing your destiny. And because I am committed to supporting 1 million of you to be able to transform your self-love, your self-care, and build next level success strategies for your legacy, this topic today, designing your destiny, pivotal. And let me tell you, when I began designing my destiny, things shifted. My relationships, not just romance, my friendships, team relationships, coworkers, helped me so much that I'm so excited about sharing this with you today. So if you haven't done so already, make sure that you like and subscribe to the episode, episode today. At like and subscribe below. Make sure that you are connected on all Make sure that you hop on over to Sacred Walker Speak so you can see the multiple episodes that are lined up for you. But without further ado, you landed here for a reason. You showed up on purpose for you, Love Nation. I want to welcome my friend of well, well over five to 10 years. Okay, let's be clear. Years. This is a almost a decade-long friendship. Heart-centered powerhouse, pioneer relationship and balance coach and expert who brings her methodology today metaphysician healer and leader powerhouse if you will and someone who I recently co-presented on the platform focused in on empowering women recently the chief network uh, we were so excited to have 125 of you registered and filled the house to be able to show up for this presentation so you are getting a gem of a combo today. Without further ado, I would like to welcome my friend, colleague, and longtime sister, Hida Thigpen. Give her a round of let's go ahead, y'all. Designing our destiny. Let's go. All right. And as you can see, we have the amazing Nikita Thigpen with us. Thank you so much for joining our Everyday Superhero Show today. I am so honored and excited to do this with you today for so many reasons. Oh my God. And what you have in we dive into designing your destiny is that we have a powerhouse of a woman who is committed to designing her destiny, who's one of our first kickoff annual Everyday Superheroes Award recipient. And so tell us what you have in your hand, Nikita. I have my Kumba Health Institute Award for being an everyday superhero because I am you know, selfishly, I get to say that, but also because you and your team honored me with the work that I do being a standout for all of the potent humans and power couples that I work with. Absolutely. And we wanted to celebrate you. You have been fortunate and and, and I've been fortunate to be able to see you hold space for thousands of people over these last several years, almost a decade now of us knowing one another. And just to be able to see that and witness that you come on our podcast, one of our initial podcasts that we had when mm -hmm. we were back when we were originally unlocking Unstoppable Love Show. And so I've been able to witness you unlock Unstoppable Love in the lives of so many people, so many people who've been able to refer to you and immediately say, immediately, they're like, oh my gosh, if you were referred by Nikita, you have to be someone to be in contact with. And I know that that speaks to your heart, that speaks to your story, that speaks to your leadership and anyone an individual, a power couple would be fortunate to be able to work with you. So I just wanted to celebrate you as being an everyday superhero. You deserve to be one of our first recipients. And I'm so glad to have you on today. So congratulations. Oh, 
thank you. You are still dating us right now. I can't believe it. it's been like a decade. Like it is dating us and all of our wisdom that we have learned and grown and been messy with through the whole process. But it has been beautiful and I'm honored to be with you. Absolutely. And it's not it's not often that you find someone who will stand in the fire with you and not check, as they say, you know, Raya Mountain Dreamer says. So for you to for me to see that in you you know, and to trust you in that space is so rare. So thank you for being a recipient. And in that, in that spirit, you know, in the spirit of honoring you and honoring the powerful ways that you show up, you know, I, I want to hear from you a little bit more about that, right? Because you, you wouldn't be an everyday superhero if you hadn't flown through some stuff, okay, and showed up anyway. So tell me about a time where as you were designing your destiny, what almost stopped you? What did you become in order to say, I truly am unstoppable, right? Give us a, give us a window into it. Give us a window into your journey. Your language is so beautiful and so respectful because you know, I'm a talker. So I heard you say, give us a succinct peak, Nikita, because <laughs> we don't have five hours, you, <laughs> right? Like I love you and right here. And if you want to get more, you'll be able to tap into one of her powerful books that she has that you'll be able to access to really get the full access of your story, right? So we get a chance to see for those who are watching to see Selfish, the book that's over her, over her shoulder. And for those who are listening in, absolutely, you'll be able to hear more about ways that you can plug in and get some visual follow-ups and get some access to her books. But we just want a, a taste so that we can get, get into the, the whole pie. <laughs> this is why I love you so much. Y'all hear how clean she being, y'all. She being clean. <laughs> no, seriously, I would say, although there's been many things that I had to overcome, because if I'm honest, it was not a, I woke up and it was like, oh, this one thing. And now we're off to the races. There were many micro shifts along the process of my journey, creating a good paradigm shift from who I was to who I am now. I think the biggest hurdle that I had, especially in realizing that I was just as, as important as everyone else, that I was nurturing, nourishing, supporting, guiding, being a soundboard for all of it, was I was a fighter. So being a fighter, and I mean this, very Philly, very physical, emotional, spiritual, all the things is when you grow up in survival mode and you're constantly fighting for your voice to be heard, for your safety, to be seen, to be validated, to be edified even, sometimes you fight the wrong people, including yourself. And so for me, it was hard for me to fight, to not fight rest, right? Like when I needed to be peaceful, when I needed to just slow down and give myself permission to pause and be okay with laughing. And it didn't have to be on a clock because oh, I don't have time for this. I, I have to move on and save the world in whichever proverbial way that I was doing at the time as a trauma specialist, as you know, clinician, all that. I was fighting everyone, including the people who were closest to me. Now, I don't mean that physically. I mean, from a energetic and vibrational level, my husband, my soul's half, my forever lover who has been riding with me since I was 13 years old was unfortunately the first person to feel all of that rage and all of that anger when he was just trying to love me. And that was huge for me creating my destiny because he is my soul's half and he's a very big part of what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And what I didn't understand is the people who are just trying to love you, who have shown you more than they've told you that you can trust them, you can rely on them, that they are there for you. I was so resistant 
and giving him my full self because I was waiting for that moment where I was going to have to show him my Philly, right? Like show him my other side of that. And I had to learn through multiple years of therapy, counseling, advising, having a really good, what I call a quarry, your circle of reciprocal influences that sit at your kitchen table with you and advise you in a trusted way. I had to learn that he, amongst many other people at my table, if you will, were not here to try to take advantage of me the way so many other trusted people, parents, grandparents, other people who were supposed to be safety were. And that's a hard thing to get away from when you grow up not being able to trust your inner circle, you know, feeling like there's no safety. So of course, there's no room for you to love yourself because you're always in fight mode instantly. And for some people that looks like, you know, fainting or fawning or pulling back. For me, it was go in. There was not one situation, physical or otherwise, where there was a conflict that I would pull back, which is not something to be proud of because sometimes you need to step back and say, okay, hold on. Do I need to de-escalate this? Is it worth my energy advocating slash fighting for, or should I go in? And I ran into everything like, oh, Oh, who, who are you talking to? Okay, let me run into that. Right? Like It was always that energy, which is not okay when you are someone who's supposed to be healing, supposed to be holding space, supposed to expand that capacity that you've had for pain for so many years of your life and now fill it with joy so you can overflow that joy into all the people that you do all the fighting for. And that that took a lot, Sacred, for me to, to learn to receive, to be at peace with. And now, now it is my everyday. Absolutely. And what I love and I can appreciate and I can definitely relate to is that experience of moving through and seeing how am I showing up in a way that you aren't the one, you aren't the source of what I want to be fighting. Yeah. Right. And for you to create a shift around that, I'm sure for those who are tuning in right now, if you can give a uh, I, I, amen, I, let's go, I can relate, I can connect, because that, that is so not an isolated experience. Yeah. What is something that you would say, whether it's a self-love affirmation or something else, that was a tool that helped you to be able to create that shift hand in hand with the work that you did with the healers and your quarry circle that you had? Slave forgiveness work is the most important work that I've ever done for myself. And when I say forgiveness, I don't mean for other people. I think most of us listening to this are pretty clear that you understand the power in removing someone's attachment to you by forgiving them, right? Like you no longer earn, you know, own my energy. I'm no longer thinking about you and my dreams, all that. Like I can let that go because I forgive you, I've moved on. But I feel like that's half of the work because we've been told, Forgive people. It's the honorable thing. It's the godly thing. Whatever the thing is from your community and culture that we've been told to do, but it's incomplete until we also forgive ourselves for whatever part that we played in that. And I don't mean childhood things, things that happen to you, around you, with you, through you, to you, from you. As a child, that's a whole different situation. I'm talking about consensual adult engagements and exchanges that you had with people that didn't honor you that betrayed you. And this can be business or professional. So we've all worked with supervisors that you really wish would have gone through some kind of somebody's training that they needed Kumba Health Institute at some point in their life that they didn't have the privilege to have because those leaders were not healthy. They were toxic. They were 
queen bees and not in a good way in the way that they lead it and try to step on the other people. And I mean this for male and for female or non-binary, but you've had that energy before and it's shown up and made you feel less than. And there was a part of you that when you said, well, you know what? I forgive that supervisor. He or she, they, they didn't understand. They didn't know. They were just going off of however they were supervised at one point. But then it comes up for you again when you have an opportunity to survive someone else. And now you're feeling disconnected a bit from that emotional suppression that you had to do because you didn't complete the work. You're now enthralled in a, well, I want to be a better leader, but you will quickly default to who you're talking to, right? Like you'll go back into that same energy because that's what you've received. And we don't realize that we pass that down. I'm picking on leadership but we can apply that to relationships, personal, romantic, platonic, sister, sister friends. If you don't know how to be a friend because you've never received love and support and, and trust from a friend, then before you know it, as soon as that honeymoon period is over, you're now showing up in the way that other people have taught you to show up instead of receiving that this is a healthy space until you forgive yourself. And I personally, just talking about myself, first partaker, had to literally lean into what was my part of this? Oh, okay. You were seeking someone to hear you, but you didn't clarify that you wanted that person to be a healthy person to hear you, right? So I attracted someone who felt who filled a void for me in, in one way or another. They were energetic, funny, well, hilarious, like whatever it was I was looking for, and I attracted it. But they also came with a lot of other stuff. And now, even though I forgive you and I push you away, there's still a part of me that feels, well, how dare you take advantage of me? What about me made you think that I was a person you could take advantage of in the first place? And then we start to push ourselves down. Oh, well, I must be more naive than I thought. Maybe I'm more gullible. Maybe I'm not as strong or brilliant or whatever the case may be. And we start to do that. And that creates that guilt and that shame that we have to release with our forgiveness work. So for me, that was a huge component of my process. Yeah, I love that. And I love what you're speaking into as we talk about designing your destiny and looking at what are the ways that this is showing up not only in your vision, whether it's your business or whether that's showing up in your relationships at work or maybe a combination and also the ways that it pours into your romantic relationships, your friendships, right? Yes. The way that you connect in. And sometimes, which I think is so powerful that you're speaking into is sometimes you may be sending out an energy of one thing, but you actually want something else, right? Like I really want you to hear me but I might be testing, will you be there on the other side of you hearing me? Yes. So I might do things that say, oh, okay, see, you know, I was one of those people. I was a spotter. Mm -hmm. I would always spot because of my own trauma history. I would spot the pain mm -hmm. more than I would spot what was working. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, see, there you go. You're going to hurt me again. Oh, see, there it is. Oh, you trying to leave somebody? Oh, this is how you, okay. But, and I would say not what I wanted but I would say what I didn't want to happen. Mm. And so I honestly started attracting more and more people that down the line would reinforce what I didn't want because that's what I would speak into. Oh, there you go again. You probably just going to act this way and blah, 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 who you think you are, right? And yes. so that place, it doesn't mean that we don't show up as power leaders. We don't show up in the from the boardroom to the bedroom and know how to, to do it. But that's sometimes right. in the spirit of protecting our hearts, you know, are we protecting it with barbed wire? Are we protecting it with an air of, right? What is it that we want to call in? 
And so I really want to speak into this place that you just said, and I made a note of it, right? I made a note of what is it that is a misconception that might come up, right? About when I am crafting this life, right? I might really want to call in these kinds of beautiful connections. You know what? I'm, I, I have work to do. I have yeah. a calling on my life. I don't have time for intimacy. I don't have time for romance. I don't have time for somebody trying to come in and break my heart messing up my life and you as someone who's been married for mm, a amount of years mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. has been able to hold space so what are some of the misconceptions around when I say yes to designing my destiny and really loving myself you know people are too much trouble anyway so friendships blah, romance blah can you speak into that I totally can on so many levels I think the first misconception when you're trying to create something and you want to affirm it and set an intention is we use words like will instead of am. And I believe, and I know you do too, it's now. You speak that thing now as if it already is and you wrap it up with so it is. Pleat it, tie a bow on it. Just like the forgiveness work isn't complete if you're only forgiving the other person, but you're not forgiving yourself for whatever feelings you have, whatever pain is coming up or whatever part you might have played and attracting or keeping because many of us have kept five minute people for hour long conversations when we shouldn't have and then been met that they took up our time, right? And, you know, I'm using that as a metaphor, but apply that to we've been friends for 10 years or 20 years. And that's why they're at my table when they're not actually giving anything to you in the first place. And that same thing comes up when we say things like, well, I will be a mogul. I will be a multimillionaire. I will be. Why is it a will? Why isn't it right now? I am that because I'm receiving it now. I know what is happening. I trust that as long as I do the work and I stay open and I completely fill myself so no one can start to pour in toxic things and negative, you know, doubts of, yeah, but, you know, Nikita, you want to be a multi-billionaire, but, you know, multi-millions to billion is a huge thing. I don't know how you're going to get there. Like you got to be realistic. And we start to receive that in the moment you might say, okay, whatever. I'm not hearing that. But you actually do start to hold onto those pieces because you put a, I will instead of I am and walked into it. And I think that happens in our relationships when we do things like I need this other person or aren't you complete all by yourself? Mm-hmm. And they, because you want them, they've added to you. They add value. Love, love, love the ground that my husband walks on and I do not need him. Mm-hmm. And he is very clear with that. I am very clear that he does not need me. And it's made our relationship so much more healthy because we are honest about our individual dopeness together. Mm-hmm. We are unstoppable in the most unconquerable way possible. I am also unstoppable by myself, but he adds to me just like I add to him. So when we use that futuristic language or that very codependent language, I think that's part of the problem in affirming ourselves and setting good intentions and being honest with what we truly believe that we can create on every level, especially when you are someone of a certain age like I am. And you are rewriting your story. Because my story said with a drug addicted mother and father in and out of prisons, my mama is a madam to this day, Mm -hmm. all the things that I should be running a C block in prison. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's what my genetics, all of my trauma, the, the rape, the assault, the violence, all the things that I went through personally, all of that says I shouldn't be right here. 
I have no right to be healing anyone. I have no right to have had mass X number of degrees. I have no right to have a healthy relationship, beautiful adult kids that get on my last good nerve because I'm still living for them to get on my last good nerve or grandbabies. That's what it said I should have had if I was living in the I will, but I chose to rewrite it. And I started to speak reframable, reappraisable language like I am. I am enough, not I will be enough. I am worthy, not one day, someday. I am a multi-billionaire empire owner, not one day I will be. I am. Now, does my bank account reflect that? No, it does not, ma'am. It does not yet. It's it's okay though. Mm -hmm. However, I'm speaking into it because I know what I'm supposed to do according to Mm -hmm. the God that is in me because I'm speaking to the higher God mind of myself every single second of every single day. Absolutely. And what I love about what you said, right? Because I want to scream this from the rooftop, honestly, are some gem droppers. Mm-hmm. Speaking into the I am, being mm-hmm. present to, right? I am a money magnet. I yes. am a multimillionaire. You are taking steps every day to align that, right? And what I also heard you say, which was powerful, was in my dope, mm-hmm. in his dopeness, mm-hmm. we can come together and be unstoppable. Then we begin to design our destiny where I'm not afraid if you start doing well. Yes. I'm not afraid of, oh my gosh, what's happening with your health? Oh no, I feel like I'm losing myself, right? Oh yes. my goodness, I want to take time. We're coming out of the season of love. I want to take time to love on me and also create space where I can connect because self-love is every day, right? Okay. Every day. And so this is where I'm hearing how do we speak into the vitality of our vision as well as now, I'm not afraid of, oh my gosh, I have this calling on my life. So if my heart, if, what if my heart breaks? Because guess what? That relationship will support, will support you. So now let me ask you, because a lot of our listeners who are tuning in are everyday superheroes. They're the mm-hmm. ones flying into the rescue, showing up, making an impact. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes as people who have your vision can feel very real to you and it's up here and it's real. And that's powerful up here. Meaning for those who are tuning in, I put my hand up to the sky and say, it's, it's ready. It's, it has infinite potential right? Yeah. And sometimes, I'm myself included, if we're not careful, we will show up to advertising, supporting, because maybe my destiny and my vision is way up here mm-hmm. and I'm calling it in, but I might've attracted someone who may or may not be a visionary. And so sometimes from the clients that I've been fortunate to hold space for, who are visionaries who found ways to navigate balance around this of like, I called in someone who supports my vision. But if you are not someone like that, there's a misconception that I get to coach you to your greatness while I'm discovering mine, right? Because Mm -hmm. I'm a coach, right? So what else would I do? What else would I do but say, I hear you're struggling with this. So I'm not going to accept you as you are. I'm going to meet you and say, oh my gosh, I see you struggling with this. And and, and, and I need you to be great because I'm, I'm striving for greatness. So l- let me tell you how you can change yourself. Mm-hmm. So let's speak, speak, you know, and, and I know we're coming towards our time, but I want us to just, what is the misconception or maybe the slippery slope as I'm designing my destiny where I also want to design the person that I'm with? Mm, mm. <laughs> like that is a mic drop by itself, sacred on so many levels. Mm. I think part of that leads into the proverbial statement of I can change X. And when I say X, I mean the the human that you are in relationship with, because we will do that a lot. And I've had this come up with our power couples. Well, I just need him or her, them to change. Why aren't they changing? I need them to change now. 
we evolve, arrive, and expand on our own process. Now, there are things that we come across in people that are fire starters, catalysts, architects that can help us propel a little bit further, but they're not the drivers of our change. They're not even, as an activator, we're not actually making someone change. I'm giving you the fuel, which literally could help you turn on the engine, but the engine comes on because you, as the individual human, decides to turn the key. Now, you may need some mechanics and all the people in your life to help you tune up and structure, which is why good therapists, good coaches, it, you know, trusted advisors, your legal accountants, like all of those people are important in your process, whether it's a business career, you're romantic, you're trying to start a family. It's important to have counsel. There's no question, but you are always in the driver's seat. And I think part of the challenge or misconception to use your phrase is that we, there's a part of us that believes that if I just shared this slash tell them how to blueprint this, that they will get the same result. And that's not always the case because the other person on the side of that result has, they got baggage. They have challenges. I won't say every human has trauma, but there's a lot of things that are going on in them to, to make them say, you know what, Kita, you showed up for this podcast with Sacred Walker and y'all had an amazing conversation, but I don't know if I'll show up and have an amazing conversation, even though the blueprint said, show up, show up and be you and be vulnerable. But there's reasons that that other person is inhibited. And as much as I can say, Sacred is dope. She's amazing. I'm telling you, you're going to have an amazing conversation. Just do it. It doesn't mean that that person is going to show up fully who they are in that moment if they're questioning their questions, if they're questioning their worthiness, their enoughness, their readiness even to be it. And I think that's part of the problem is we want, and I say this as someone who's also done this as well, we want the other person to match us in every step. The question is, do you, do you really? Like when we say things like, I, I just need another version of myself. I need another one of me. I need a clone. We say that too. Do you, do you want two of you with the same attitude? Do you want two of you with the same, not just work habits, which might be amazing, but the mood, the energy, the, the need to be alone? Because two of y'all, the same exact way, always matching energy, might run into and be bucking up against each other constantly. So there's a blessing in someone being at a different part, as long as they are not trying to tell you that where you are is too much or trying to tell you that you as, a, as an individual human is too much. So as long as we can keep that line of communication open and continue to edify each other, see each other where we are and not judge each other for being in a different position. I have clients that didn't know how to rub two nickels together, you know, 12 years ago when I started that are well above me financially that are doing amazing. And I get to cheer and say, yes, that's what you want. You want the student to beat the master, so to speak. Like you want that to happen because you know that you've done good work, whatever small part you might have played in that. And that should be the same for every relationship. You want them to keep going. Hopefully, if y'all got a healthy relationship, you want to end up benefiting from it anyway and vice versa. Like that is the goal, not the heavy up because you're slowing me down. Because if we're looking at people like they're slowing us down, we have to look at what are we doing with our self-love? Like why do we think that our pace is dependent on someone else being able to match or even supersede us, let alone we can both do good, but I always have to do better because you and I both have heard that from yes. other humans. Like, yeah, I want you to do well, but just not as good as me. Mm -hmm. that, that should not be the goal. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that 
I want to catch a couple of gems that you've shared. What you just said, which I think was so powerful, how do you move from a place of I am enough? Mm. And if you've been at this point listening in, right, we can just say that without going into all the layers of what that process might look like, of being able to reach out and say, I want to connect in, forgive yourself right now if you have at any point in time tried to design your destiny where you looked at the person next to you and said, whatever, whoever that person was in role and relationship in your life, Valentine, Valentine, right? Galentine, whatever it is, right? Whatever that role and relationship was, if you looked at it, what I'm hearing you say and said, how are you dragging me down? Yeah. Right? We're not looking at how our unleashing, our infinite potential, we're both born to shine, right? We get to forgive ourselves. If you've ever been someone, ask me how I know, who poured money into a relationship thinking, if I could only take you to the doctor enough, if I could only take you to the therapist enough, if I can only bring you to the spiritual advisor, you would finally get it together and be the perfect match for me. Did you want to show up as someone dating your mirror? Or did you want to show up as someone who spirit has called as a soulmate into your life? And when that's shown up and you said yes to that person, as long as there's no drama, trauma, cheating or beating, as I like to say. Come on. Right. Come on. We don't want to replicate our trauma from our past and our present. That's a different conversation. But we're talking about how are we allowing other people, which I think is powerful, to be on their journey to unlock unstoppable love in them while you are unlocking unstoppable love and how it shows up in you. Right. And so yes. I also wrote down, which is I think is so powerful. You spoke into the I am of connectedness. Right. The I am of connectedness. So I want to take a moment now, because as you were hearing some of these gem droppers, I know people who are tuning in would want to potentially, as they're designing their destiny, activate their joy. Mm -hmm. Right. Because there's no reason why if you are right now feeling like activating my destiny. Oh, my gosh, this is feeling like drudgery. This is so much work. This is so difficult. I'm pushing too hard right? You're not getting vitality around your vision. You're not getting vitality around your relationship. There needs to be a shift because the journey of it should be just as joyful as the destination if we're moving from the I am place. So for those who are tuning in, I know that we have a special gift, right? If you go to asknakita, A-S-K-N-A-K-E-T-A.com, can you tell us in a minute or less, what is the powerful gift that they will be receiving? And I'm only saying a minute or less because not that the it's not worth more than a minute, but I want to make sure that we honor your time with us today and the gift that you bring. But tell us about what people who are tuning in will be able to get from this experience and their takeaway found in the show notes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for the plug too, Sacred. So I would say for the joy activation approach that they're going to enter into, which really is built off the foundation of our formula, our joy map method is ingrained in there. It's a roughly a 60 to 75 minute masterclass that will give you five secrets, not only to work-life balance, but to work-life and, A-N-D in parentheses, love balance, which is super important. So whether you are a forever lover couple, as I call them, that it's already in a committed relationship, or you are readying yourself for one, you will get everything you need, including some actual journal prompts and some homework, accountability work, as I call it, to make sure that you are implementing so you can start to embody the activation approach. Beautiful, beautiful. And who doesn't want some action steps? Many of you have reached out and said, I want to be able to 
write. I want to be able to integrate. I want to be able to explore and unpack this. And so no writing experience necessary, being able to integrate and apply this. So if you made it to the end of this episode, it means you truly are committed to deepening self-love, self-care, and strategies of success in the everyday superhero. And so being that we are committed to helping you design your destiny, you right now are showing up on purpose for a purpose. We want to make sure that you get access not only to these gifts, but go ahead and connect onto Nikita and being able to see the other ways in the show notes that you can connect with us today. So remember to breathe in the love and let go what is no longer serving you, Love Nation. You were born to shine. Thank you so much, Nikita, for being our amazing guest today and modeling, modeling, being an everyday superhero. And of course, being an amazing, not only recipient, but an amazing human being and powerhouse of a woman committed to balance and relationship advisement. Thank you so much for being on our show today. And thank you so much for going ahead and blessing us with so many delicious gems found below. Thank you. All right, y'all. See you next time.